Wow, everyone. Big episode this week. Uh, lots of spoilers coming, so stop right now if you haven't seen it already. Uh, WandaVision, episode 5, uh, has some big reveals, some some big... I don't even know what to call it, contention? There's lots of, lots of contentiousness in, in this episode. I'm Jake. Welcome back to the Movie Melting Pop Podcast. I'm here with my co-host this week, none other than Tyler. You know him, you love him. Say what's up, Tyler. What's up? How are you doing, everybody? How are you doing? I know you can't respond, but leave uh, a comment in the reviews. Yep, do that, everybody. <laughs> but let's make, let's make no mistake here. Uh, Richard moved... And is struggling without Wi-Fi. Austin, even though he made fun of Richard for going and seeing Anna and skipping out on something, is now hanging out with his girlfriend (laughs) and is not here. So, give Austin some crap. I know I will be when he gets back. Well, I told Richard to get that Elon Musk Wi-Fi, and then he'd be good, but... Yeah. If if Richard just got Neuralink, <laughs> he'd, like, never need the internet again. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, Tyler's back. We're going to be talking about WandaVision again. Uh, I watched this episode twice. You watched it twice. I almost watched it right. a third time. There is just that much stuff in there to, oh, yeah. to talk about. So it's pretty crazy. Uh, I believe my exact words were in the in the group chat to the guys. I think I just said something like, "You know, wild episode." I couldn't take my eyes off the screen <laughs> at the end when uh, they're doing that thing with the thing. Yeah, and then I also was very interested by the ad today, because it's, you know, in the beginning, it was like a stark toaster, and now it's like, it's not even trying to hide, <laughs> like, what's going on. Oh, yeah, it's straight up, was it Lagos? Lagos, which is like... Bruh. We aren't we aren't at the spoilers yet. Oh yeah, my bad. You already gave the spoiler my review, bad. so I thought it was good. <laughs> I know. Well, just in case some people are like, "Oh, he says spoilers, but maybe not." No, there's going to be lots of spoilers. We're going to be talking about <laughs> spoilers. Stop! Stop listening right now if you haven't seen it. Right now. Okay, Tyler. Right now. Lagos paper towels. Oh yeah, Lagos. You know what those are, right? You know? Do you know what they are? Lagoses. Yeah, I, I, I use them in my bathroom. Well, Lagos paper yeah, towels. Yeah, but do you know where they come from? I mean, Lagos is in Nairobi. I don't know. Well, Civil War, man. That's the that's where they were. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I mean, I, I know I know the <laughs> reference. Oh, well, I'm trying that's... to think. Or is it Kenya? Is it Kenya? Maybe. To be honest, for some reason I thought it started with an N. I had to watch it twice and then look it up because I had forgotten what Lagos Lagos was. <laughs> so all I know is in Pandemic, in the like the game Pandemic, 
Lagos is on the board. Mm-hmm. And it's like Western Africa. Mm. That's one way to remember it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't or maybe I'm thinking of Kinshasa. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> WandaVision uh, Episode 2 Or episode 5 uh, I think we can just kind of Give our quick takes real real fast I almost called you Austin Tyler <laughs> And uh, and we can just kind of Work our way through the plot I'll go first My quick take is really just that uh, It's a crazy episode um, I think It's the first time we really get a true hint of what's going on and while it answers a lot of questions it raises some um but it, i think it's mostly answered um and we really start to see wanda's world break down and i'm excited to to watch it all happen to be honest not not that i hate wanda or anything but i i think the story is interesting where it's going so right well i like this episode a lot better than like last week's like i said last week my this uh, episode four wasn't really my favorite episode because it was just like it destroyed the mystery that was going on there. It just destroyed all the. It answered every question you had, and then was like, "It's Wanda," and then you're like, "What the heck?" And then this episode, it's like it. You had all the answers still, but the new mysteries showed up, and you were now introduced to like more complicated theories that could be going on. Uh, you have. The whole hexagon thing being leaned into more, and they tried to kind of joke about it in the episode. You have all sorts of different uh, theories that are becoming back, and a big surprise at the ending that I don't think anybody uh, would have really expected. <laughs> yeah, so we can just kind of work our way through the plot. Uh, I guess I'll start. We open and. Wanda and Vision are trying to take care of the babies, the twins. They won't stop crying. Um, and they're, you know, typical sitcom fashion. They're like, oh, we gotta, you know, figure out how to do this. They set them down in their little bassinets. Now that I'm going to be a prospective father, I found out that's what those are called. Those are called bassinets. Um, <laughs> and uh, babies are crying. She tell, Wanda tells Vision to go find their binkies. And he's like, okay. While he's gone, something very interesting happens, and something we're going to be talking a lot about. Uh, she tries to, you know, get the kids to do what she wants. She's like, I know parents shouldn't take shortcuts, but she tries to use her magic powers to get the kids to stop crying. Well, lo and behold, they don't. She has no control. No control over the kids at all. Uh, so they just keep on crying in Mox Vision. And he's like, with the, yeah, <laughs> he's like, so disgusting. By the way, it is kind of it is kind of <laughs> weird when you stop and think about it. He just has like a joke, as like a sitcom joke, because he, you know, he can reach, he he can pass through things. He puts the binkies in his ears, and like pretends that they're like, well, I don't even know, earplugs or something. Noise canceling, yeah, yeah, noise canceling earplugs, just to get all the crying out and. You can tell that he's phasing them out, and you can tell you know yeah. he's a robot. But you just you just imagine someone putting binkies in their ears and then re-putting them in your baby's mouth. And I think no parent would actually allow that. But Wanda takes them and just does exactly yeah. that. So <laughs> yeah, and then and immediately 
the the kid stop crying, and they're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, thank goodness!" And then you just see the binkies fly like five feet, <laughs> like probably because they, they start saw what Vision more. just did and didn't want those to stay in their mouth. Something, like, whatever it was. <laughs> Something. Like uh, that. And then, lo and behold, Agnes comes over. Um, she's right like, time. yeah. I think she said that she could hear. She heard that the kids were on sleep strike. He's like, Vision was like freaking out. Like, where'd you hear that? Like, because they don't want it to get out that she has kids all of a sudden. Uh, and she, Agnes was like. My ears told me. <laughs> like I'm walking I can past, I can hear him crying. Screaming. Yeah. So, uh, that. yeah. So she's like, I'll, you know, I can work some of my magic. And she starts like rocking them to sleep and makes a weird perverted joke. She sprays lavender over them. Then she jokes yeah, about she... getting. Oh, what? She was doing jazzercise while trying to calm Something. down, baby. She was, like, talking about her butt a lot, which is yeah. really weird. <laughs> Even Wanda, like, Vision was creeped out, and Wanda was like, you can't blame her for having a high libido. It's like, what the heck? This is a she's, children's she, show. You, you can when she's supposed to be trying to calm down babies. <laughs> yeah. And then she's, like, going and trying to find their hard liquor, and they're like, why? She's like, it's, don't worry. It's, it's for the kids, not for me. What kind of babysitter do you think I am? I was like, I guess maybe they got away with that in the 80s. Uh, let's be honest, she was really going for herself. Yeah. Uh, I don't think anything happens after that. I think after that they cut to the... Am I am I thinking that correctly? Well, the babies the babies disappear. Oh, that's and right. And all of a sudden they're f- like five years old. That's right. So while they're doing that, the babies have stopped crying, and you don't really notice it because they're they're talking. Um, but you know they notice it, and they walk over to the bassinets to see the sleeping babies. Well, here the babies are gone. Well, where did they go? They turn around when you hear, "Mommy, daddy." <laughs> That's so creepy the way you just did that. <laughs> I'm a creepy dude. I'm, but let's be real though. You might want me watching your kids over Agnes. No matter how creepy I am. But the kids are now five five or six years old, yeah, like you said. Yeah, five or six year old. It cuts to uh what's her what's her face? She's finishing the drink she just poured and boom, title sequence. Yeah. Which title sequence, not that revealing, though it is kind of I it's funny sometimes, like seeing young vision. <laughs> Did you, it's not supposed to exist. It's just yeah. there. <laughs> Somehow there are pictures of baby Vision. One of the pictures of baby Vision when he was like about the right age, he kind of looked like Baby Grinch from How the Grinch Stole Christmas. <laughs> Did you... Did, I don't know if you noticed it, but go back and watch it and tell me if I'm right. Probably. Tyler, I don't remember uh, that. But yeah, he did look... Def- he definitely looked weird. Yeah, he, did, he looked weird. Um, there were some lines in there. I don't remember what they were. You know, pretty much just about, you know, life well, is funny. hard and we're just trying to make it one day at a time. Right. Well, it's funny though, also, though, because you realize the babies went from baby to five years old. 
But in the title sequence, you're given all these pictures of when they're babies to like maybe one or two to three or four. So not only is Vision not supposed to have baby pictures, or neither are they. <laughs> yeah, it, which is just kind. Of, I guess it's just kind of funny. Maybe it. Maybe it's meta. Maybe it's just Wanda's delusion. Maybe these kids want to be superstars, and they're like, "We need to get our pictures out there." Right. Right. So. Maybe it's just the 80s. You never know. Yeah, so we come out of the title sequence, and I think we're back in S.W.O.R.D. Mm-hmm. They're having a meeting, and pretty much the one dude that we don't like, I forget his name. Uh, yeah, I forgot, too. I think he's just director, director of S.W.O.R.D.'s probably a good way yeah. to say it. Disposable, disposable military bureaucrat number three says... <laughs> Wanda's uh, a terrorist, basically. Yeah. Yeah, he comes out and says Wanda's a, a terrorist, and we need to you know, take care of the threat. Well, actually, right well, before that, you, uh, you actually wake up to uh, the agent... She wakes up for her... She's like a brain scan or something. Oh, like yeah. Let's start there. Because you, you yeah. did remind me. She's getting, like, tested, and it almost looks like... Is, was that an x-ray, do you think? Uh, uh, could be an x-ray. Could be, I think it's a brain scan, because that's what they were trying to go for. Was a brain yeah, scan. well, it, I, it, it looked very low-tech, which is why I was thinking x-ray. Maybe. Could have been. I don't know. All I know is that they come, she comes back over with a scan... After she woke up and says they have to do it again, and because the machines broke, and it's like there's no brain there. So yeah. Well, because it. Let's just be clear. It's Monica who's getting this brain scan. Monica. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah, bad at remembering names, so that's going to be your job. <laughs> but she's fresh out of, you know, this place, and she's you know getting tested. And they give her brain scan. In walks. Mm-hmm. Um, Darcy and Agent Jimmy Wu mm-hmm. talking about the, how they have a meeting. Jimmy Wu. And that's when the doctor's like, we need to take these again. Something's wrong. And the pictures she got were... They didn't even have a shape. It almost looked like a bell curve. And they're like, there's yeah. nothing on there. She's like, yeah, I know. Something's wrong. And it's it's weird because they don't mention that again, but I have a feeling that's like going to be so significant, right? I I think so too because I think it's weird how because throughout the episode I think it's going to be uh, shown that she's very much like wanting to help Wanda, and so it's almost like she's still experiencing maybe, uh, and this might be we talk about this more down the line, but. Maybe she's still experiencing what Wanda feels and knows what she's feeling and wants to help her. And that's maybe the imprint of whatever. Yeah. we As we continue, we'll talk about that. But I was just thinking it had something to do with radiation. Because if it was like an x-ray, you know, mm-hmm. it, it kind of gives that low dose of radiation. So maybe they were like interfering. Um, right. So we'll, we'll see. I, I have a feeling it'll be important. Uh, but they go to this meeting. That's when the disposable military bureaucrat number three says, <laughs> "You know, she's a terrorist. Her own, Wanda's only advocate is really Monica." 
who's like, no, she's not a terrorist. You know, I don't think that she has bad intentions. There's no, you know, religious or terroristic feel to this. This is just her grieving. We need to, you know, have tact. And the dude's like, she took over town, so we're going to blow her to smithereens. Kind of a... <laughs> I mean, she did take over thousands of mines. So in a sense, I kind of can understand where he's kind of a little worried. And he's kind of would see her as a terrorist. But, I mean, we all know Wanda. So we more <laughs> like her than him. So we want to trust her than him. So Yeah. Uh, so, I'm trying to remember exactly what happens after that. Um, I think they, they break, maybe, and go back to Wanda and Vision. The, was the kids. Maybe the two little kids were standing in front of a sink, and they, it was filled with soap, and there was, surprise, surprise, a dog. And, and uh, Wanda comes in, and she's like, uh, well, what's going on here? And you guys are always moving, and now you're not moving, and you're creating a wall in front of the sink. And um, they hear a sneeze, and they say that's one of them, and then a bark. And she's like, "Wait a minute!" And they, she moves them, finds a dog, and immediately tries to tell them about responsibility, like any old uh, good old family sitcom with a dog and a kids in it. So, yeah, she's like, she's like, you know. We feel like you need to be... Because Vision, I think, walks in at some point and finds out about the dog. And she's like... Right. Tells Vision, you know, I think you and your dad and I feel you need to be, you know... And she looks at Vision and Vision's like, Ten! <laughs> ten! She's like, Ten before you're, we feel you're responsible enough for a dog. And once again, the boys look at each other, look back, and become <laughs> Ten. Which I'm sure no parent wants to happen because yeah. uh, that's, I think later on they say, well, soon they'll become empty nesters because of how fast they grow. But Yeah, I think that's, also, like, this, that's Jimmy Woo's line. Is right. he? I think it cuts back right after that to S.W.O.R.D. And he's like, where are we at? And they're like, the kids are 10. And he's like, oh my gosh, at this rate they'll be empty nesters before dinner time. Right, right. So. And I think you figure out that, because uh, in that scene, she's trying to uh, figure out what what's exactly going on in the town still. You have what, Monica and Stacy and Wu in a room, and they're just Darcy. asking questions. Darcy. I don't know <laughs> Stacy. Sorry about that. Uh, but they're like trying to figure out uh, exactly what's going on more so, and well, they get. Was it Monica gets this re- revelation that uh, her clothes um, might have been warped or something like that? You know, she goes in to where her the clothes she had when she came out. Uh, she goes into where those are being ho- held and they're being tested, and she shoots at them and realizes these are the clothes that she went in with, just changed to look like their environment. Yeah. Because the shirt is now 87% Kevlar, she said, because she went in with a bulletproof vest. Hey. In, the, in that first scene where she gets sucked in. Yeah, and those would be some good spy clothes for the 70s, you know? <laughs> Protection against gunshots and looking good while doing it. <laughs> yeah. So. 
But yeah, it was a uh, that when she realizes that the stuff changes, but what if they send in something that doesn't need to change? What if they send in something that is more so old enough to fit what's going on in the town at the time? And that's when they send in a what eighties drone or something like that. Yeah, it was technology it was now good enough to send in some kind of drone. So. So they send in some ancient drone, um, and that's really what kind of disrupts them, is they, Wanda and the boys go outside and see the drone, and you hear, uh, Monica's voice come through, she's like, Wanda, it's me, Monica, I want to talk to you. And you see her eye, uh, Wanda's eyes start to glow red, like she's getting angry, she's going to use her powers. Mm-hmm. Um, and fire. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, military bureaucrat, Crat. number three, whatever. Number three. <laughs> uh, he's, apparently this thing's outrigged with a missile. He's like, this is what I was talking about, he's like, we're going to blow her to smithereens because there's a missile on there. He's like, Alright, fire the missile. <laughs> yeah, like that seems kind of weird kid. to me. She's well, he, She sends it in, and then it's like, well, fire on her. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> the whole scene was so quick that I just... There was so much yeah. going on, and I was just like, what the heck? When did he have time to do that? <laughs> yeah, it was really quick. And so... Uh, drone footage gets cut off. Um, and then this is this was weird... Like, it's not weird as in, like, show weird, but weird as in if you think about it, like, how did they know? But then you hear someone yells, yell, there's been a breach! So everyone runs out to where they think there's been a breach, but there's no breach. Someone is going to breach, so how did they know Wanda was, like, about to breach? I don't know, it's kind of dumb. Yeah, it's weird. And then she comes out in her, what you would believe her clothes, her uniform, her, her hero uniform or whatever she was wearing, probably even in uh, at the end of Endgame, what she was wearing. Mm-hmm. So and she and comes so she walks out drone. holding the drone. Yeah, sorry, she's holding the drone, and and she pretty much she throws it back to them, and you know there's all these guys with guns trained on her, and she's like the conversation pretty much goes. Wanda says, leave me alone. This is your last warning. Angry government military bureaucrat number three yells, you have an entire town hostage. And this is something, you know, Sean Chandler brought this up. You know, just kind of the, the insanity of her delusion. Where she has this entire town under hostage, they're all in pain, she's using mind control on them. Making them, mm-hmm. you know, go about their lives like a sitcom. And yet, when the dude's like, you've got to stop this, we're trying to put an end to this, Wanda's like, yeah, but you're the guys with the guns. Like, that's not a very good rationalization no, at all. No, it, 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 it doesn't seem very rational at all, to be honest, yeah. So. Uh, and this is one of those things that, and we'll get more into this, I'll just say this and leave it at that. This is one of those things that make people believe someone else more nefarious is behind Wanda's doings. Right. It doesn't seem like Wanda. I mean, yeah, Wanda's been through grief, but this still kind of doesn't seem so much like 
exactly she's angry for some reason yeah I mean she was grieving but she's angry more than just grieving it seems like she's definitely I thought though in this scene she was really just mostly angry because mm-hmm. these people are shot a, shot a missile at her you know well you also learn by the way we forgot to mention this but you also learn that this her getting vision from this episode happened nine days ago Oh crap! I, I forgot. We forgot to mention that that was part of the meeting. Yeah, that they they mentioned that this all happened nine days ago. So like, this is still all pretty Hold brand on. new. We haven't even mentioned what happened nine days ago. Nine days oh, yeah. before this yeah. happened, Wanda broke into Sword, and people were like researching, experimenting on Vision's, the rest of Vision's body. She breaks in, and just like. Takes it in broad well, daylight. Show her taking it, but yeah, it just shows her there, and and the crazy thing is, they say immediately after she did exactly what she took him and went against his will of using him as a weapon. But you realize, like, what was he doing in a weapons facility? Like, <laughs> yeah, that is strange. But it is it is also kind of weird that I'm. I'm sure her and Vision might have had some say in this, but Vision had a will, and part of his mm-hmm. will was no one, you know, no one gets my body. They had his body, which, you know, nefarious. Um, yeah. But it's also apparently in the Sokovia Accords. Right. They, and yeah. so, the, Wanda's visions were in direct violation of the Sokovia Accords and Vision's will. And it's yet, yes, she completely disregards it. Yeah, which still, like you said earlier, it still makes us think, like, even so, that maybe this, there's something going on that's not just Wanda being upset and grieving. There's something more going on behind the scenes that we still don't, we're still going to have to learn as we go throughout, what, the last five episodes? Yeah. Last four to nine nine episodes. This was episode five, so. Four more. Okay, four. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that, but I have differing <laughs> opinions. Uh, so after this confrontation, Wanda, she uses mind control and makes the guys point the guns at her. You know, they have green dot sights. Right. Or, you know, green dot laser sights. And she so gets them all to point cool. at, you know, military bureaucrat number three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, whoa, stand down, stand down. And of course, they're not listening to him, so they're not standing down. And she walks away back in there and you know, takes her power off of them. And they, you know, they, they, they stand down. Pretty much saying, this is what her trying to say, I have it under control. Mmm, control. Control. Um, very much a theme in this episode. So she goes back in, uh... I think one of the next things we see is Vision at work. Uh, no. So, that actually happens. We forgot that scene, too. That actually happens before they let the dog out in the drone. Because they say, well, where is well, he I at? Think, is it work? Is I, it? Think, I think we see it after all of this. But before the dog, they find the dog. Right. But, I mean, no matter what, we still need to talk about the scene, right? (laughs) 
Because this is probably the most, I think, the most second most revealing scene in the episode. It's this, yeah, it's the second time Vision interacts with a character, or, yeah, character in the show that they are in, uh, quote-unquote, that has some sort of weirdness about them that he needs to figure out why and what's going on, so... And that definitely feeds into the rest of the episode. So, Vision is at work. He's setting up, you know, this old 1980s PC. And what's his name? Norm, I think, is the guy who works... The guy who works with him is sitting across. And he's like, Wow, Vision, you really have a way with computers. It's almost like like you speak their language. He has no comprehension of computers. Yeah. Even when they get to the part where he's like talking about email, he pulls out a letter yeah. opener. It, that's just, like, just classic <laughs> sitcom email jokes. He's like, yeah. And then there's also the one at the end where he's like, "So if I wanted to send an email, how would I buy stamps?" <laughs> like it's it just, just dumb stuff. But in between those two times, Vision. Uh, they they get right after he pulls the letter opener. They read the email and everyone starts reading the email for some reason mm-hmm. in the room. And then once it's done, uh, he says something about it's not real, it's not real, and that gets like Vision's attention or something like that. And Vision yeah, does his pretty much like tricks. doesn't he say something like it? None of it is real. Yeah, none something? of it is real. Like there was something weird about it going on there. Yeah. But then, like, he does his little vision mind thing and gets the guy to basically admit that he or admit he starts to freak out and wonder where his family was, where his phone was, and try to call his family because he doesn't know when he is, where he is. He just knows yeah. that someone's in his head controlling him. And he he talks about how much pain he's in, you know, how he want, needs to be free, and she's doing it, he says, I think. She... Mm-hmm. Um, and that's very vague, and we'll get we'll get it back is. to that because I'm not sure he's only talking about Wanda. There might be right. another she, um, right. and I think we might know the she. But mm-hmm. so, uh, Vision is freaked out by this. You know, he's thinking Wanda, right? Obviously, and we all are. Mm-hmm. Um, I I still think it's Wanda. Like I said, we'll get there. Um, so, cut back to the Cuts, kids. Yeah. Um, they're looking for the dog. There's an interesting scene that Sean Chandler brings up that I didn't even think about. Uh, they're walking, trying to find the dog. They First, they talk about where Vision is, I think. Um, she's like, you know, Vision, you know, your dad's at work. And the kids are like, why is he at work? It's a Saturday. She's like, no, it's Monday. And they're like, no, it's Saturday. Why is he at work? So the kids are catching on. Something's weird. Why is dad at work on a Saturday? Uh, but then they pass a mailman. And they're like, excuse us, have you seen our dog? He's like, nope. But don't worry. You're, you know, Nothing's going to happen to the dog. Your mom won't let it. She has everything under control. Mm-hmm. So, even, like, the random mailman is in on Wanda, everyone's under Wanda's control. 
Right, and it seems like no one wants to do anything to make her mad. Just kind of say, she's got it, don't worry about it, yeah. kiddos. <laughs> or, you know, maybe like at the beginning, her powers were very strong, but they're kind of like waning. And mm-hmm. people are kind of like waking up from this. Yeah, she can't control it as much as she thought it, she could before. Yeah. Uh, so they find the dog. Agnes is pulling the dog out of the bushes. You don't see the dog, which is interesting. Very Disney-esque. <laughs> yeah. And so the dog apparently ate some azalea bush leaves, which I guess maybe are poisonous or something? I don't know. Dog's dead. Ate too much. Yeah. And then Tommy or Billy is yelling at Wanda, bring her back to life. You can bring people back to death from death. She's like, what? No, I can't. Even though, like, Vision is, like, in, like, coming, about to come in the scene. She's like, he's like, yes, right. you can. Do it, Mom. And that's when Wanda has to sit the kids down and be like, you can't age out of this. You can't, you know, just ignore it. You have to face it dead on and get over it. Which is, you know, very interesting because that's the exact opposite of what she's doing. And yet she's telling her kids to do it about a dog. Right. Um, And you can kind of tell in her acting, you know, hats off to Elizabeth Olsen, that, like, she understands how hypocritical she's being. Right. When she's... yeah. yeah. Well, I I mean, I have a theory about that more so, but... (laughs) Yeah, well, that, well, I don't know. You want to save that, too? Or do you want I to talk mean, about that I here? I think, I just, I mean, I don't think she can. I don't think she can revive uh, the dog. Uh, you, you know, I think, yeah, we see Vision revived, but Vision's, you know, he's a machine, and the dog was a human, not human, but it was like a living creature, and I don't think she can control that kind of stuff as much as we, you know, she can control other inanimate objects. That is very possible, but I think, though, she has two kids right now, so that is... That she can't control. That she can't control, but yet, they are her kids. Right. And you you do wonder how she made them. Yeah, so. that is true. <laughs> very much true. But, what was it, so, then they, they get, Vision shows up, and consoles the kiddos and as they cry about their now dead dog and was it head home or something like that yeah and so they get there the kids are in bed or something and wand and vision need to have a talk and there's so much here i can't even like i could just read a transcript of this argument like, I wish I could. And I think it'd be just as good as anything I could say. Mm-hmm. Like, content-wise. Yeah, that, but, it, was, it was pretty good. good. Yeah. Pretty good. That was it? That was it? That's yeah. what you wanted to say? Okay. I was, I was going to let you talk if you had stuff to add, but if that was it, so... Oh, the scene was... I think the scene was well played out. I mean... You, they get home. I think the kids went upstairs or something, and then all of a sudden, you know, Vision starts talking about the person at work and how he sh- wanted to control her, 
it was controlling him and he gets he starts you start to see the credits like she starts to say like you can't he starts to say you can't control me and she says well can i and then like you see the credits start to roll like you're supposed to end the episode there and i was to say yeah. if the episode ended there i was gonna be very upset because i was like okay there's something going on here. don't end it here um but you know they start continuing to fight through the credits and you start to see like yeah that, that was the, so weird the juxtaposition right. of like the credits and the happy sitcom music and them like <laughs> yelling at each other and stomping through the house it was like, it was weird okay yeah you like you could just cover it up but it's not working for some reason vision's still getting mad and you hear vision like you don't i mean we know vision he's not someone who's very like gets very angry even when he was in other movies and other um he was kind of more still like calm in his voice but this is like the first time you probably hear like vision get really like angry angry and to a point where he's yelling and like yelling at wanda and then all of a sudden you just you get this like cool image of them both floating at each and like looking at each other angrily as they're using their powers and it looks like they're about to fight and go, it's about to go down and then well they take that fight that we hoped for away and we get a calmed Wanda who calms down Vision and we don't get that fight we may have wanted <laughs> yeah the resolution is kind of disappointing because Vision was incredibly angry you know he's telling her what an immoral you know thing she's doing like this is terrible you've got to stop these people are in pain mm-hmm. she tries denying that she's doing anything then he's like that you brought that up where She's like, he's like, you can't control me like you control them. And she literally, she just straight up admits it. Like, can't I? Yeah. Watch me. Watch me. Watch me. You know? Right. Like like a threat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Wanda's, just from that, you know, can't I alone. You know that Wanda's in charge of doing this. Or at least she thinks she's in charge of doing this. No matter whether there's outside right. forces or not. Uh, well, and that's that's a confusing part about it. Is like, I mean, there are points where you feel like Wanda's in control, and then uh, she's doing all this. But then there's parts where you're like, wait, does Wanda actually have control? Was this her fault? And it's, it's it, that's part of the mystery of this episode. Uh, I think is that there's parts where you see Wanda lose control, and you've seen that in past episodes a few times with like the crane, and then with her babies being born. But now with like she technically couldn't even really control the dog. I mean, I'm sure she didn't want the dog to die. (laughs) Yeah. And there's also a line I forgot to mention that Agnes says, uh, how does it go? Do you know which one I'm talking about? Where she's like... The one at the beginning where she's like, you want me to try that again? No. Oh, that is weird. I forgot about the two. But I was thinking of kids... Can't control them, and if and if you do, you 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 fail or something like that. Another thing about control, like you know, and lack lack of it, you know. Mm -hmm. Agnes talks about you know controlling. The mailman talks about controlling. Wanda is controlling. Vision's now talking about controlling. Right, and at the end, like he's saying, you you can't control me, and you're not. You shouldn't be controlling everybody else. It's just, it's not the right thing to do despite what's going on there. And 
you almost like see Wanda confused and maybe she's kind of maybe not confused maybe she's trying to hide it I don't know but she's basically saying you think I'm doing all this I'm not I'm not doing all this and I don't know I have different theories about that like you may have different theories about that yeah but like this is where we get our biggest reveal of the whole entire episode and I mean it's your podcast so I'll let you 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 uh you say what happened about about what the ending the ending okay so they're sitting and once again like vision is on his knees like pleading like you've got to put a stop to this and she's like i i'm not doing anything after i already said she said can't i she's like i'm not even doing anything he's like you've got to stop avoiding this you got to face this confront this head on and own up to what you're doing and just just let it go and then all of a sudden a doorbell rings and Vision looks at her like, I can't believe you're doing this. Like thinking that she's controlling someone mm-hmm. to come and rescue her from this conversation. She's like, I'm not doing this. this. This isn't me. And Vision doesn't believe her. She's like, you know, you don't believe me? He's like, I I want to believe you so bad, Wanda. But I, I just can't right now. He says it in a very Vision-y way about statistics or something. So yeah, Wanda goes to the, the... statistics. So Wanda goes to the door... Uh, and all you see is like a shot of her face as the door opens and she just stares into the camera. You're left in suspense at who it is. Uh, 30 seconds by the way, which was really hard. Yeah, it was, it was annoying. I was glued. I was like, who is it? Who is it? And so it cuts back out to the side of his head. You get a little bit and it pans back to the side of this person's head. It's all blurry, but you could tell by the color of the hair. It's Pietro, her brother. Uh, and then the you cut to the front of his face, and it's not the one from Age of Ultron. It's Evan Peters. It's Evan <laughs> no, Peters. Just, you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> you're like, well, it's Petro, her brother, but not really in her reality, at least. Or not supposed to be in her reality, because as we know, it's a... The, he's what comes from the Sony Marvel kind of X Men reality, which is supposed to be kind of separate from the MCU. I believe that's I believe that's Fox because they got they got Fox. Fox. Yeah. Oh yeah, Sony I has like Spider Man doesn't. I think they might also have Hulk, but I'm not sure. Maybe, but yeah, but that's the big reveal. <laughs> yeah, is that Evan Peters is now in the MCU as Pietro. Wanda's brother. And it's funny when Elizabeth Olsen goes out there to confront uh, Sword, she has that really bad Russian accent that almost sounds Irish. Yeah. Did did you notice that? Yeah. She's like, is this your drone? Yeah, that was really weird. (laughs) You will leave me alone. Uh, That sounds more... Spanish, I guess. But, I don't know, it sounds Irish when she does it. So it's, it's really bad. Uh, and, you know, Pietro in Age of Ultron has, you know, an accent. Yeah, very But in, wa- in Walk 7, Peter's, and he's like... Sounds how like, you doing? <laughs> sounds like the Fonz. He's the Fonz. Yeah, how you doing? Let's do- what up, sister? <laughs> he looks at Vision, and he's like, who's this popsicle? <laughs> It just boom, end. <laughs> end. 
So it was like a, it was supposed to be comedic, but, you know, I didn't even really laugh. I was in shock. Like, <laughs> what the heck? Why is he in this? But, yeah, we were just as shocked as uh, Darcy was. <laughs> Darcy's yeah. like, did he just, did she just recast Pietro? <laughs> yeah, she's, and it's, it's funny that he, she, like, they mention it so blatantly that, like, did she just recast her own brother? Like, yeah. like I'm assuming they just didn't want to bring back the actor cause, just because they didn't like him and everyone likes Evan Peters better. Um, and it's well, also did. leading into, yeah. Yeah, and Evan Peters is in a different universe. So, mm-hmm. crazy things happen. That's going somewhere. Uh, so, end credits, uh, episode over. There's a lot of stuff I'm sure we missed. Uh, the ad we didn't talk about, that weird scene with Agnes that you brought up that I forgot about. Um, we can go back and get to that, but first, uh, this is going to be a long one. we got a lot to talk about. <laughs> uh, major theme in this episode, control. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think my take on the episode as a whole and what we saw and what we've seen is that Wanda was in control. Most likely... Okay. I I don't think that there's anything really pointing to anyone else behind the scenes, you know, motivating her or using her. But I think it makes sense story-wise for where I know the MCU is going that there is. Um, mm-hmm. I... Th- I heard and I agree. I think that there's a good chance that person is Agnes. Uh, Agnes is... Why why is that? Agnes, uh, she's the kind of person who is... She's been the most aware. Mm -hmm. Um, She always is... Popping in and befriending Wanda. Uh, it's convenient how, you know, she pops in and, you know, in episode one and plans Wanda's evening. And Wanda doesn't have food. She happens to have a five-course meal on hand. And... She really wasn't in episode two all that much, I don't think. Uh, Maybe, epi- I don't know. Episode three, you know, she's right there in the midst of the action, telling Vision what's going on, kind of pitting them, you know, against each other. Um, episode four, obviously, is a recap of the first three episodes from Sword's perspective. Um, and then right here in this episode, she's there right in the beginning with babies. She's with the babies. You know, when they get a dog, that's another thing. Uh, They get the dog, boom, Agnes is there. Uh, You know, dog dies, it's Agnes's bushes. Um, So, Agnes just seems to be kind of in the right place at the right time. um, Mm -hmm. And have the closest relationship with Wanda. I mean, there's plenty of people. Why is she the, yeah, why is she the one that's there, so... There's plenty of people in the neighborhood. Yeah. So, we'll see. I still think it's probably mostly Wanda. I just think story-wise, 
and we I'll, I'll mention this uh, you know this is leading into or at least they've said that this show will be directly linked to Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness mm-hmm. which is where I think Pietro might come in if they're bringing in a whole other X-Men universe you know is Michael Fassbender next you know or is he going to be in next week's episode you know where's James McAvoy you know uh, oh my gosh! Listen, that would be, I would, that would be insane. Yeah, that would be insane. <laughs> I don't think they want any more to do with the characters, but that'd be, that'd be, <laughs> it, it's interesting because, like, you know, she. We can say that she recast her brother, but I think even for Disney, this is a bit on the nose mm-hmm. of saying. Hey, we have these properties, and now we're using these actors. It's I I think it's just a bit too on the nose. Where I think they're going to try and get as much of the X Men, you know, the new X Men cast as possible, um, and bring them in through another universe. You know, try and bring them in through you know the expansion of you know Quantumania, of you know Multiverse of Madness. And I think that's really the only explanation for how that Evan Peters, that Quicksilver, got there to that house. Mm -hmm. And in that case, someone is behind the scenes. Right. Oh, like, or this ties in to that because they're taking place at the same time. And he came through some, you know, universe channel. Well, right at the end, you talk you right before right before the big reveal at the end, you see everybody freaking out like there's some kind of breach, another breach, and the idea might be like he maybe he's the breach, maybe there's another person who's breaching, but someone just breached, so he was pulled not out of thin air. He was he came from somewhere. Yeah, but that's the thing is like since Quicksilver is so incredibly fast, right? Well, would they even detect him breaching? And it is weird why things were going crazy right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I was watching the second time, and I I understood why, but I don't remember off the top of my head right now why they were freaking out. Right. Well, my whole thing, you know, with the whole th- her the whole control thing, I think I'm more leaning towards someone else who's really controlling. I think. Because people are still trying to talk about how her powers, even though they came, it came from the Mind Stone, and people say that's not how the Mind Stone works, but I'm like, well, the MCU can do whatever they want because they are their own universe, apparently. But um, but they're saying, like, like even if, her, so if her, they stick with just the Mind Stone and her powers being telepathic, like, I may even think that this all this that's happening might be actually out of her control and that she's actually not the one in control. That someone's making her think like she's in control, making her think that she's the one, but and maybe even framing her because you know, to be honest, I feel like she wouldn't be talking the way she does if she wanted to be herself. I feel like she'd be talking in her accent if it was truly her in the show. Because as soon as she comes out, she's in her. I think I honestly think that that might be someone uh, who is pretending to be her, and that might be an out way out there theory. That might be like 
a creation or someone. I don't know. They they say it's a breach, but like you said, there was no one who came was coming had come through already. It was someone who was coming through. I don't know. Um, I just think Wanda's too confused at times to understand. Like she's like, why is this not happening? Why is this not working the way I want it to? And like you said earlier, uh, some the guy Norm, he was like. She did it. Like, she's in our heads. And it's like, okay, who is it? But it doesn't necessarily say Wanda. I feel like he, if he knew that Vision was married to Wanda in the show, he would mention it. But I don't know. I think she... There's a lot of this episode has shown that she doesn't have the control we thought she was. You know, we ended episode four with, it's all Wanda. But now you're like, well, is it all Wanda? Or is, like, someone manipulating her? Maybe she's the one being controlled and vision is only the only thing that she has that maybe is trying to convince her. We talked about theories last week of or someone said last week about how vision's like the rational side of Wanda or something like that, but I don't know. I I don't want to say it's Wanda, but I also don't want to uh um say it's not. I mean, there's probably still something with her there, but I think that there's something going on with sword that's not necessarily what we think it is mostly because it's a weapons company and he says she's Wanda says takes takes vision and he gets all mad or upset because well vision's will is to not be used as a weapon but they were testing him in a weapons facility so it's just like yeah I feel like it's something to do with sword maybe it has something to do with Agnes maybe because she's too too aware like you said so may I don't know. There there is something else though. Uh speaking of Agnes and the right. and this and this theory, uh you know when the beekeeper comes out of the manhole, she says no and the tape rewinds. And we see in episode four that you know, on the broadcast that the radiation's putting out is completely that that scene's completely gone. You don't even see mm-hmm. it. Right. Uh, when Vision starts asking her questions she doesn't like, it doesn't even rewind. It immediately starts over. Do you remember that part? Yeah, I think, I think it was in so, episode yeah. three. I think it was episode three. Uh, when Agnes does her weird take where she's like, do you want me to go again? Should we, should we redo that take? I want to get it right. Wanda does nothing. She laughs awkwardly. Yeah, so Agnes might not be in her control. That could be. And it also could be that just, you know, Wanda's losing control. It could also be Agnes is, you know, in control. Uh, It could just be... You know, something's weird with Agnes in that she is aware that she's in a sitcom. She's being recorded. She's being watched. And this scene proves it. Vision thought it was really weird. Wanda laughs it off like, oh, she's just confused. But no, Agnes is aware of of what's going on around her. And she just keeps going. Right. Yeah, maybe. Well, 
outside of those theories, I have a hot take about this episode is I think a lot of the sword scenes we have with all the other characters take sometimes take away from the mystery of the show and maybe ruin it a little bit at times. I don't know. I just that's a theory of mine and not theory but like a way I see it. I mean that's why I didn't like episode four was you get all the background stuff and they're showing it like it's a, like a show and while it's good and all, I just feel like at times like those scenes are pretty quick and take away from the episode. So I don't know. They could probably do better with those. Yeah, the show is the show is doing pretty good. I'm still caught in it and this episode actually brought me back into it with all the other stuff, so I'm pretty excited about it. I'm liking where it's going. It's just the sword stuff. I think that they need to do better with that. And uh, I do like I do like the uh, the Darcy uh, Jimmy Woo combo. There's just two outrageous characters from two ep- two movies. You know, you wouldn't expect to return, and then they come back as like their own duo with Monica. <laughs> so it's kind of funny. I would like to point out, though, that I was right uh, last week when I said, after seeing the Sword episode, we're not going to get, I don't think we're going to get another full sitcom episode. They're going to, they have to keep cutting back right. and forth. Yeah. Just just, to- just tonally, you know, it, I think that just the the way the episode is shaped, where they decided to do, keep that mystery for the first three episodes... It, you know, and then they revealed it for the fourth. They either had to go with it and finish the story or, you know, and then like tell the sword story at the end. Right. Or they had, or they just had to do it this way. Right. Yeah. It's where you, they give you a mystery to keep you intrigued. And then when they tell it, they've got to, they've got to present both sides now. Yeah. It's, I think. Well, and then they, they've kept up with it. It's obviously, it's not a full sitcom, like, but they did keep up with the, I mean, the fourth episode skipped the genre thing, but, like, they went right back into it in the fifth episode with the 80s and all that stuff, which I still think is a cool part of it, you know. You're starting to, first few episodes, it felt like they were just recreating the sitcoms, but now you're getting to, like, they're trying to, there's this mystery while their people are living in a sitcom, which is kind of a cool idea, so... I think this is overall the show is still going well and I'm ready to I'm ready to see what is going to happen from it despite not necessarily always liking the sword scenes that come from the background so I'm ready for it I'm excited WandaVision's I think I'm ready for next week's episode and just to see more what's going to happen with Pietro and sword and everything I'm it's it's hooking me and it's I don't yeah, I like it Yeah I like it too. Uh, I I think this slowly turned into my favorite upcoming Marvel show because I wasn't excited for it. I was probably more excited for Loki. Oh yeah. <laughs> which after seeing it, I might still be more excited for Loki. But uh, you know, this has turned really good. Yeah. I I'm excited for where it's going, where it's leading, the mystery of it all. No matter whether you know you think it's being spoiled by. Sort or not, which it kind of is, but I'm, I'm glad that they released this, you know, like, did it like this, because I think too much mystery is a bad thing. Like, you can't just keep piling on yeah, I mean, 
mystery. It, it's the mystery is I think is only part of it. Obviously, like you still they still have to connect it to the yeah. rest of the MCU universe and get for the other movies yeah. and stuff. So, all in all, good episode this week. Lots of spoilers. We didn't even cover it all. I wanted to watch it a third time <laughs> and take notes. I didn't get around to it. I would. I could have had three pages of notes <laughs> on you know things people say. We still didn't talk about the ad for Lagos paper towels. It's just a. Um, what was it? They think. I looked it up. People yeah. think it's just a. Um, a look back at her trying to clean the you know the Sokovia Accords being a way to try to clean up the mess that they made back in there and how Lagos paper towels was cleaning up a mess that happened and it was mostly I feel like there's yeah. nothing more to it than just a reference to Wanda's past especially with uh, her abilities yeah. and her trying to become an Avenger so it's de- it's definitely that made that thing because the the slogan for like Lagos paper towels was Something along the lines of, you know, cleaning up the messes you make, whether you caused them or not. Something something like that. Whether you meant to or not, yeah. So, it is about, yeah. whether It, it is about cleaning up, you know, messes. And she made a mess in Lagos when she threw up, you know, what's his name? Uh, Crossbones. Can't think of his name. Crossbones. And exploded and killed a bunch of people in the building. Yeah, I, said, I think I looked up. Someone said uh, twenty-six um, people died technically in the movie there. So that was the wow. physical body count. So, so uh, apparently, all the different things, all the different ads pointed to different people who have wronged her or you know traumas in her past. And, you know, Stark would have been because Stark weapons killed her parents or something. Then Strucker watches. Strucker was the guy who kidnapped her from Hydra. Then you have Hydra soap. Mm-hmm. You know the the thing of Hydra. Brainwash. Now you have Lagos. Yeah. You know, it makes you wonder what we're gonna see next. Thanos. You know, some death um, being snapped. Better than a Super Bowl ad. <laughs> Dude, I was just talking to Hannah today. Do you remember, we, like, because last year, Hannah and I were, at this time, we were eating lots of hummus, and I was eating a little bit of hummus today, and Brian and me of last year's Sabra hummus <laughs> commercial. Okay. Ugh, it might be one of the worst commercials I've ever seen <laughs> for a Super Bowl ad. I mean, it's about hummus, so, so. probably. <laughs> well, you can make hummus interesting with a good ad, but... Okay, your face says no. But I don't think so, but uh, hey, that's your hot take. <laughs> hey, man, they made they made Doritos interesting. Oh yeah, that they made they made Tide dish, dish detergent, laundry detergent, interesting last year. Oh yeah, that became a pretty big fad amongst the youngsters. <laughs> Tide pods. I'm. I was just I was just thinking of. <laughs> David Harbour's ads. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Do you remember those? Uh, no. It's a tight Oh, it's a tight Yeah, I remember all those th- ads. <laughs> yeah. No, no you I don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> Do you even watch the Super Bowl? Uh, I'm more of a basketball guy, so no. Yeah. Tom Brady made it to the uh, Super Bowl right. again, so, I mean, it's more of the same, right? Anyways. <laughs> Pretty much. I like this episode. My favorite episode. Going to continue watching the show. 
Same here. I hope you guys listening agree. Uh, we did a bad job covering it, but next week I will come prepared with notes, especially if it's as momentous as this one. So we actually don't miss things and have to go back and keep circling around. So, tune in next week. Tyler, you, you might be on again. Maybe. So. <laughs> tune in next week. Bye. See you guys. <laughs>